Good morning, y'all. Welcome back to the Bruised Not Broken podcast. If you are new to this podcast, my name's Desi. I'm your host. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified when I upload new material. So, you guys, welcome back. How are you guys doing today? Um, let's have a little uh, honesty moment real quick, okay? You know I always like to keep it real with you guys. And... I've been getting way too comfortable on this quarantine. Like, I've noticed that, yes, I'm out of work, but I'm not out of work. I feel like I have been being lazy. Like, I don't have the responsibility of teleworking. So, if I wanted to, you know, I can lay in bed all day and watch shows. And, you know, some days, I'm not going to lie, I do do that. You know, I've been feeling really guilty, okay? I feel God just speaking to me like, girl, listen. Um... But yeah, I know that I should and could be doing more because the Lord doesn't do lazy servants. And I need to take advantage of this time and dig into the unknown. It's time that I tap into an area that I have been putting off. So, fun fact, I have these stages of my life where I would be health fitness crazy. Well, let me not say crazy, but dedicated to the point it just became a hobby. And I was doing so good, you guys. I was doing very good until I graduated. Like, I was consistent, always there, three, four days out the week. Like, you'll you'll know I'm in the gym. But I had been slacking. The first couple of months after graduation, I was doing okay, you know. I didn't have, you know, the spacious gym that I had at college. But, you know, I was still getting in there, doing what I need to do, and still going to work. However, this staying at home, <laughs> I just, I stopped. <laughs> I haven't been doing anything. Like, it made me realize that I have been lazy. I've been on hibernation, and it's time to wake up. Like, I need to get my diet together, and instead of eating out, I need to eat in. Like, God has been getting me all the way together during this time. I asked the Lord, I said, God, what do you want me to do? What is it that you want me to do in this season during this quarantine so that I won't seem like a lazy servant so that I don't so that I won't be you know wasting my time doing things of the world when I can be doing the work of what God has you know sent me to do. So I was like, God, what do you want me to do? And the first thing that came to my mind, the first thing that came to my mind was exercise. I'm like, "Wait, God, come on. You for real? Like you can't find anything else like this is what you want me to do exercise really me I mean I know I can do it I know that if I you know stay dedicated and devote myself to you know exercising that I will be more than capable than you know to drop those pounds and you know get back into my you know summer body or whatever but I was like god for real like come on we almost halfway through the year why I got exercise now I can you know get my summer body later like I can get it next year I don't care about this year but And God really told me, like, listen, it's time for you to exercise. Because my body is not my own. And, you know, it's God's body. And I need to take more care of it, more working out, and less laying down. Like, I have been hibernating. And it's time for me to really get back into the game and really just take care of myself. Because I want to be my best when God calls me to do my best. Like when God puts me on this mission and he calls me to go out here and reach out to these people, I want to be on on my P's and Q's. I want to, you know, get my top game, my top performance. So taking care of your health is very, very important to give your best, to give God your best. So I'm like, okay, God, 
I will exercise. So I've been getting into the swing of things. I've been, you know, going on my little walks. At least I do at least two miles um, every time I walk because I felt like a mile was just cheating myself because I know that I can do more. So, you know, I've been pushing myself to, you know, walk at least two miles every day, if not every day, every other day. If that doesn't happen in at least two, three days out the week, at least I'm doing something, you know, I'm getting into the swing of it again. But yes, your girl is getting back into her groove. Um, but yeah, you know, exercise is really good for you. Gets the blood flowing, pumping, all that good stuff. It, it helps with creativity. And you know, creativity is a fact of success. Now, all that I have just said to you was mainly um, trying to convince myself. <laughs> but on the real, y'all, we have to protect our blessings, okay? And I know that sounds random. Like, we were just talking about exercising. How do we get from exercising to protecting your blessings? Well, that's the main point of today. That's the topic of today is protect your blessings. And um, protecting your blessings is a part of exercising because your body is a blessing. Okay. I I hope you understood that. Hopefully it didn't confuse you guys, but yes, your body is a blessing. It may not feel like one, but trust me, it is like, I have good health right now. Um, no major surgeries, none of, none of the craziness, you know, that people go through with their health. I have good health and I want to keep it up for as long as I can, but here's the thing. I got to devote myself to the discomfort of change. So what is God telling you in this season? God may be telling you to spend more time with your kids or to sit down and write the script or to get out and, you know, exercise, get out and get active. Things are about to take a turn for the best and you don't want to miss the flight. Listen, God is about to do something that ears haven't heard nor eyes have seen. Yes, we are dealing with this quarantine, but just because some things are locked up doesn't mean that the movement has ended. (laughs) I seen this quote and it was like, yes, we may be on lockdown, but that doesn't mean that God cannot open locked doors. Mm. And I felt that so heavy because listen, I felt as though I wasn't going to get anything out of this quarantine. You know, yes, I've been keeping up with my podcast. Yes, I've been keeping up with my blogs. Like, yes, that's cool. But I just felt like I wasn't doing enough, you know? And I felt like, you know, opportunities were just closing down because nothing was opened up. But when I seen that quote, I was like, you know what? God is still in the midst of it it all. God's hand is still in it. And I know that victory is still on the other side. So, yes, things may be locked up right now, but God still has work that needs to be done. And God is still getting it done. So, you may be stuck at home. But see, God can still unlock your potential by getting you to change the way you operate. God's work doesn't stop just because a virus swept through the world. No, God's work thrives in uncertainty. It's times like this that push us to think outside of the box to create an advantage. The Lord wants to do a thing in you that may look unorthodox to men, but to him it's good. Stop using this newfound freedom as an excuse. What can you do to make sure you come out of this season better than how you went in? You may not come out of the season with a new business plan or a new product. However, you may come out with a new attitude. And it may seem small, but that's actually a big deal because that attitude can be the very thing that connects you to people who can take your career further. There's a blessing in the storm. If y'all haven't heard the song by Kirk Franklin, I really advise you to do so after this episode because it explains the kind of season we're in now. I mean, when we talk about storms, storms have a negative connotation 
When you think of a storm, you think of disruption and destruction. You may visualize dark clouds and gray skies with broken signs and shutters scattered all over the place. But I'm here to tell you that storms may come in heavy, but they leave light. Yes, they may come in heavy, but they leave light. They come in to disrupt what was normal to create a new result. Look at it like this. Okay, the virus is a storm. It has just interrupted everything we had planned. It disrupted our normal, but that disruption was a gift sent from God to get us to think more with the spirit and less with the flesh. See, our way of thinking has spiraled into a loop of destruction and God sent this wake-up call to realign us with his word. All right, so cool. Protecting your blessing. Okay, so what's a blessing? Blessing in the Webster Dictionary is defined as God's favor and protection. What is God's favor? All right. The favor of God is his supernatural support. I define it as his divine grace. So when God blesses us, he covers us. And through that coverage is his protection. See, God protects us through his blessing. So we should do our best to protect what he has given us by following his plan for our lives. If God never blessed it, it wouldn't withstand the storms to come. So if God never blessed us, we wouldn't be able to survive the wickedness of this world. But good thing he blessed his creation, not just for our protection, but because he loves us. We got to understand that what God does is from a place of love. It is never for love, but from it. That's why I love God, because he is different from human. While humans do it for love, God does it from a place that already existed. We waited to see what happens while God acts before it even occurs. Instead of waiting for your friend to pay you back that $20, invest another $20 in a stock that will give you a greater return. I really want to get you guys to stop waiting on someone else's actions and start acting from a place of love. Do it because that's what God will do. Do it because of the ones to come down the line. I mean, blessings are seeds that need to be sown. If you don't sow the seed, you won't reap the benefits. It's just that simple. There's some people who are walking around with damaged goods. In other words, damaged blessings because they won't take the time to invest in the very thing God gave them. You can go far in life if you keep the garden. What do I mean by keeping the garden? I know, I'm just saying all these little fancy little phrases. They're not even fancy for real. They're just things I make up for real. But yes, keeping the garden. What do I mean by that? I mean maintenance. Maintaining your blessings. It's not that hard, but it's also not easy. Okay? If you really want something, you got to put time and energy into that thing. It won't develop into that vision without your hard work. Prayer without action and faith without works is dead. If you don't put in that work, what you pray for will remain that dream you keep dwelling on. There are demons in this world who are after what God gave you. Yes, they are that petty. Just because they can't have it, they don't want you to have it either. But what's really going on is that blessings connect us to the Lord. And the devil wants to cut off any connection we have with God. So we must really maintain our garden by taking care of the gifts the Lord gives to us. Blessings are more than the material things. Blessings are you waking up, you know, every morning, being able to breathe on your own. Blessings are being able to pay off bills with a bonus you didn't see coming. One way we destroy a blessing is by sweeping it under the rug like it's not a blessing, but something you could have achieved on your own. See, we take the blessing out of God's hand when we contaminate it with our own understanding. For example, God blessed me with the car in 2016. Yes, thank you God for that. But let's say I neglected to see it as a blessing and just said the only reason I got my car was because of my credit score. 
Now that one little seed could turn into a tree of doubt, which can push me to doubt the mysterious works of the Lord. So never mistake a blessing that's from yourself. Always know it's only a blessing if it's from God, not from the hands of man. So I wanted to take a look at Job chapter 42, verse 12. If you got it, amen. If you don't, I'm going to read it for you. It says, So the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life, even more than in the beginning. For now he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. I love this scripture because it gives hope for those who want to give up. Job didn't get everything the first half of his life, but the second half. So what does that tell you? That there's more that God wants to give you, but you won't receive it until God sees that you are ready. Yes, Jeremiah 29 11 tells us God's plans for our lives, but it doesn't say when exactly we will prosper. God is timeless. He doesn't get scared about deadlines. Only humans do. So if you are anxious about timelines, I suggest you let the idea go of always having a set time because our timing doesn't match God's timing. And the more we realize that, the less we'll be triggered to react when we have to wait a little longer than expected. What you have now will multiply when God is through with you. So don't give in just yet. Continue to hold out for God and watch how he'll always come through. Protecting your blessings doesn't mean you're harboring it. It means you're watering it. When you want to protect something, usually we hide it away from the dangers of the world. But what happens when you can no longer hide behind the scene? What happens when the very thing you were meant to protect ends up protecting you? It's a two-way street. When we take care of God's blessings, he makes us ruler over many. Remember, if you are faithful with little, God will make you ruler over many. So when we protect the blessing, the blessing also protects us. It also covers us in a way. A CEO always wants to protect their business, but as the business starts booming, the blessing now becomes the protection because it is protecting that CEO from financial hardships. I can list examples all day, but I don't want to. I hesitated a little bit, but honestly, I really do not want to list a whole bunch of examples all day, okay? I just really want you guys to understand that if you protect your blessing, it will protect you, okay? It's a two-way street. God got you as long as you got him, as long as you continue to seek him, as long as you continue to obey him, he will continue to spread his undying love over you. And another thing is we got to stop being lazy. Okay. This is me talking to myself as well, because lazy servants don't get anywhere. Lazy servants will never prosper because they think that all the work is going to be done for them. They think that everything is just going to be handed to them. It doesn't work that way. Like I said earlier, faith without works is dead. You have to put in that action in order to see something. So when you pray for something, you better be putting in that work towards it. So if you pray for an apartment, you better be picking out some dish towels and some dishes or whatever. But you got to you gotta work towards that goal. You can't just expect God to do everything for you. So so as I end this episode, just keep in mind that... I said keep in mind. <laughs> I apologize, guys. I get tongue twisted a lot. But keep in mind that a plant will only grow if you water it, okay? The same thing with the blessing, okay? A blessing is a gift from God that should always be maintained, that should always be kept. Because a gift from God, a blessing from God is something, it's a tool. It's a tool that we can use forever and ever. It's a tool that's going to stick with us forever. So make sure that you're keeping your garden and just make sure that you stay on top of your P's and Q's by protecting the very thing that God has given you. 
All right, guys, that wraps it up for today's episode. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified when I upload new episodes. Follow my inspirational blog on Instagram at HerDevotion. Click the link inside of the bio and make sure you order your own copy of the Steps of Faith journal. And once you get your journal, just make sure you take a picture with it and just tag her devotion so that I can see that you are enjoying and loving your Steps of Faith journal. Love you guys. Talk to you guys later.